Episode 100 of Mandatory Redistribution Party. If Mando's up some pennies, we've got a pound. If you started listening to all 100 episodes from the beginning now, it would take you half a week and you would go mad. We've got enough Mandos for each year of the Hundred Years War, but we actually haven't because it was 116 years. My name is Sean Morley. And I'm scared of centipedes. I'm Jack Lewis Evans, and I'm 100% centipede. <gasps> a, a, a human centipede? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I was, I was joking. I just meant a real centipede. It's like a silly little... Oh, wow. A centipede human. It's good. I like this. If you are enjoying Mandatory Redistribution Party, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mandatory redistribution party. You won't find any Dutch body horror, but you will find many bonus bits that probably took our total episode number to over 100 some time ago, but we don't consider them canon. However, if you do subscribe, you may not be charged, as this episode, the big one zero and then another zero, marks the end of Mandatory Redistribution Party Season 2. After this, there will be a hiatus for us to rest, research and recuperate before Season 3. And during this time, the Patreon will be frozen, so you can sign up and you will not be charged. If you'd like to see official Canon Mando's content, please come see us at The World Transformed. We look forward to seeing you there in Liverpool on the 24th of September. Now, I've got an extra special episode for us to finish season two. Jack, tell me, how much do you know about Paddy McGuinness? Oh, but before we do that, Sean, I've got a special surprise for you. This big computer we use to edit Mando's on, I reckon as a little treat, we could play a game on it. Oh yeah? What have you got? In Carter? Even better. Even more educational. I've got Duke Nukem. <gasps> the Duke. Naughty mode. Oh, hell yeah, we're bad boys. I'm not even sure this computer is powerful enough to run it. Well, I've actually brought a router in my bag. Do you want me to set up an LAN? Oh wait, won't we need a copy each? I've brought two, in case the police searched me and confiscated one of them. Well, <laughs> it's a good thing I brought the long spool of Ethernet today, lad. Sean, those wires are really haggard and weird. Are they safe? Just plugging them in now. Right, I'm, I'm cranking the graphics up. Graphics at medium. Um, I've just found a mysterious dial here, and I'm just going to turn it towards the infinity symbol. Graphics at high. Sorry, a dial? Where? Like on the router? It's just built straight into the floor, right in the concrete. Graphics at ultra. A, a dial in the concrete? Oh, it's really getting very hot, and it's um, vibrating, so that's probably a sign it's working. <laughs> I've got the graphics at illegal. Hmm? Uh, yeah, have you noticed the sun's going a lot more backwards than normal? Well, I've got the graphics at immoral, but I can see the sun going forward. Jack, I'm, I'm, I think you should stop raising the graphics settings. Sean, I think you should stop turning that dial. Sorry, it's getting really loud. What are you saying? Huh? What? You, what, what are you saying? To, you turn it to 100. Okay, I'll put the graphics to 100, but stop turning that dial. Yeah, I hear you. I'm turning it to 100. No, no, no. I The graphics are 100. Stop. Get off the dial. It's, go, it's going to 100. Get off my back. It's going to 100 now. Mm. 
Sean Morley. Hello. A temporal anomaly created by playing Duke Nukem with too much graphics has sent you a century back in time to the year 1922. The Prime Minister is Liberal David Lloyd George, but his coalition is falling apart over a Cash for Honours scandal. The Great War has recently killed a million people and wounded twice as many. The Spanish flu killed 250,000 people, but has died off after the fourth wave. Two million people are unemployed and wages are falling. Ireland has descended into civil war. Nosferatu has premiered at the cinema. You emerge through a portal into a poorly cobbled street in an alley. Electricity flickers off the portal as it closes behind you. You hear live jazz coming from the building and, lit by the gas street lamp, you see a little man being sick. Okay, so what have I got on me? You just got what you were wearing and uh, a boxed copy of Duke Nukem 3D. Okay, so I've got what in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have a big pocket that could, could slide in? you got a little, uh, little bum bag. Well, uh, quite a big bum bag. A bum bag that's like big enough to hold a boxed PC game. Okay, I'm putting it in my massive bum bag. What time of day is it? It's night time. Mm, worst kind of time. It's night time, but it's 100 years ago. Yeah, I'm more annoyed that it's night time. <laughs> I'll get tired soon if it's dark. <laughs> go up to someone and do the time travel thing. Instead of saying, like, what year is it? Go, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, do, you have, do you have a watch? <laughs> Can you give me the time of day? Is the, the guy sick? Is, is he my only person I can see? He's the only person you can see where you are currently, yeah. And am I on like a road, am I on a street? You're in an alley behind what seems to be a jazz bar. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't want to talk to the sick guy. Don't talk to him. I think fine. he's probably very drunk. And yeah. He might be an unreliable... For my first piece of information in 1922, I don't want it to be... Drunk people lie about the time. You seem to want to know the time. I think drunk people can't interpret the hands. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not going to have a digital, digital watch in 1922. Yeah, like if, if he's that drunk, he's not going to be winding it up. Yeah, derelict. Uh, the jazz bar, how loud is it in there? Can I ask some very key questions to people there? Will be oh, but will I, can you have a convo or will there be like a trumpet in my face? There's only one way to find out. Okay. Um, can I peek through the glass at the window and get a brief description of the interior? Inside, you see a jazz band. Everyone in there, they're all dressed like real, like it looks like Peaky Blinders. Jazz dancing. And is everyone just sort of sitting moodily and smoking, or are people like up and dancing? There's, there's like a horseshoe of people sat smoking and drinking bitter. There's four people up and dancing, and there's just one man holding his bitter, and he's sort of gently rocking forwards and backwards. I enter and I march purposefully towards the rocking man. You having another? Can I get you another? Another, another what, mate? Another one of this. Another drink. fucking wife that leaves me. I can't. No, I'm not offering that. Good. I don't want that. I miss her. I miss my wife. You know, you should reconcile with your existing wife before you think about another. I've tried to reconcile. She says I stink. Mm, do you stink? I've got no control over my ass because of the war. Are you knowledgeable about the current time? And 9 p.m. You're the guy for me. Okay. Can I get you another one of these bitter drinks of pint? Choddingtons. Yes, I'll get you a Choddingtons. Can I ask what um, currency do I accept here? Sorry, I've just come... Uh, Are you bloody French or something? I've been in Guernsey Are you a coward? I've been in Guernsey to inspect the factory. Are you going to leave me so the Germans baying at my arse? I would never. I actually was on the, the front in, um, in Guernsey. That don't sound right, man. As long as you're not bloody foreign. I'm the most British person you'll ever meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey! Right. British Paul! This lot thinks he's more British than you! A man dressed in a Union Jack emerges from underneath the dance floor from a trap door. What are you saying, mate? 
Well, this guy said he's more British than you. He's the most British person ever. Do you like England, mate? He's looking at you. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. The man retreats back into his trap door. I need coins. That's not dialogue. I'm thinking around. Um, I'm not, not going to ask for them like that. <laughs> um, can I get the guy's name? What's your name, mate? Slice. Slice. Just to check. Just to check you're still able to drink more. Can you just give me a rundown of all the names of the coins? Groat. Bean. Mm. Grommet. Yep. Pound. Mm. Half pound. Yep. Quart punt. Got you. Pen. Sounds like you're good to drink more. You, you aced that test. Any idea where a guy like me who's just gone into town from Guernsey could, could score a few beans at a pen? You've not got any coin. You haven't buy me a drink and you haven't got a coin. And I've got contactless. Eh? I've got, um... I could just, uh, I could make a verbal, I could make a verbal contract with the barman, I mean. Oh, you can try it. Alright, I take the Duke Nukem out of my bum bag. Slice looks absolutely confused at the garment and the object you have removed and asks, What are you doing? Slice, have you ever seen uh, an object like this? This is a PC game. Like dominoes and marbles or something? Yeah, sort of. And Slide it on the yeah. front. Playing marbles. Do you know anywhere I could put this disc in? Do you have you ever seen a disc like this? Do you know? It's on that coaster. Put the, put the Choddingtons on. Okay, I'm going up to the barman and I'm saying, can I get two Choddingtons, please? And I have some um, Guernsey pounds for you. Do you accept Guernsey pounds? They're sterling. Are you Miriam's lad? Yes. You were deployed to Guernsey. Yeah, that's me. I'm back. I thought you were fucking dead. I was. They've taken your coins, lad. The the bloody other team got my coins. Yeah. You're dressed Nightmare. a bit funny, aren't you? Traditional Guernsey. Is there, Tradi- um, what are they doing in there? Don't they have to see Peaky Blinders? We're all dressed like Peaky Blinders in here. No, they're all doing um, King Arthur stuff, and they have mad clothes. You're not dressed you know, King Arthur. Well, I think you'll... you're orange. King Arthur actually dressed like this. Yeah, King Arthur dressed like this actually. Oh, a lot of orange. Right, but, Shall we you back? Mm. I'll go visit her directly after four I get two shots. Where have you been for four years? Purely in Guernsey. The journey took about a year each way. You yeah. want yeah, two shots. I'll take him back to um. <laughs> this name Slice. Slice? Are you talking to that nutcase? Yeah, he oh, was very close to Miriam before my Miriam's dad. So talking about his ass? Yeah, straight away. Always doing that, when you're eating anything, it comes up. I don't want to know, mate. I'm hoping a quick chod's going to help him out. I back out of the conversation without saying goodbye, and I go to talk to Slice. Here you go, Slice. Here's your chod. I've just got back into town. Do you know where... Slice vomits down you after having a sip of chod. The man comes back from the alley. I think the bloody chod's gone off! Gone out of chod! He falls down on the floor. The trap door opens and the man draped in the Union Jack flag attaches a grappling hook to his legs and pulls it down under. Right, like he's a trapdoor stider. Yeah, Slice is now leaning on you with like a little bit of chalk puke in his beard. I need to find some electronics. Do they have like, they'll have like telegram poles or something, right? Yeah, who does all them? Who does all that? Telegram office? Yeah, can you tell me where the telegram office is from here? It's on Chuffer Street. And where's Chuffer Street from here? <laughs> you know where Chuffer Street is, lad? It's been a while, it's all different in Guernsey. Guernsey? It's just oh, yeah. a, literally a different place. Can I just do a quick assessment? The vomit spread, is it on my top hammer bottoms? Or is it just on my top? How much clothing I got replaced, not have any vomit on me. You've got sick down just the front of your top. Okay, top's off. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Everyone in the bar, cheers. Yeah, and I start leading them with a chant of England, England. I'm swinging the vomit and shirt around my head. And it's splattering all over everyone, but everyone's okay because it's a party atmosphere. Unfortunately, because you started chanting England, England, that has caused the trap door to open again. And the man draped in the Union Jack to come out. And he has got you up on his shoulders. He's gone underneath you and he's got you up. So his head's between your thighs. And he's now carrying you around the pub. Like you're, like you're riding him. Could I direct him? Like uh, yeah, if you say, ask him. Ask him, where do you want to go? Telegram off. What's his name? British Nick. Paul. Paul, sure. Uh, Paul, can you tell me, take me to Chuffer Street, please? And off you go. And as soon as he's clear of the jazz bar, I start like... You know, whipping him and hitting him. Full speed. <laughs> the year is 2122. The last giraffe is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. After the Anglo-American carbon capture programme was contracted out to the neighbour of UK Prime Minister Kanye Rees-Mogg, led to an overnight increase of Earth's heat. Mass extinction events reduced the Earth's population to two donuts of habitable land across the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn. Within a week, Donut North was governed by the People's Friendship Coalition and Kanye's body was found on a lilo in the Thames. Automation is now able to meet most people's basic needs, rendering most work voluntary and dominated by the museum sector. The birth rate is maintained by a generous voucher policy. You will wake bleary-eyed as the crackling electricity of a portal slowly winks shut above your head. You were lying mostly on your back, Oh. But you're actually kind of draped over the curvature of a Greg's sneeze guard. Oh. Part of it is smashed along with your left elbow. I've hurt myself on Greg's. Can I scream help? Help! Help me, please! Your screams reverberate out mm. of the frontage of Greg's, but it doesn't lead onto a street. It almost looks like a council building oh. waiting room. And then this um, guy starts pottering towards you wearing um, sort of a big felt onesie, maybe like a baby Ooh, grow. That sounds warm. Mmm, he's boiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a bit, he's, his head's bright red, he's sweating. Okay, it's, uh, I'm hoping this person's got medical expertise in there, they're coming to help me. Is that why they're approaching me? Or are they approaching me to kill? The man enters the Greggs uh-huh. and says in a very soft voice, you okay? No, I'm hurt. I don't know exactly how hurt, but I'm definitely hurt. You smashed your elbow. Oh, no. On the sneeze guard. Yeah. You're planning on sneezing, fella? Yeah, I was um, just cracking it open because it's a bagsy stuff. Just go round. It's open on the staff end. I, I actually didn't attack the Greg's thing. I fell out of a uh, what I believe is a, a time portal caused by trying to play Duke Nukem on two good graphics. Okay, cards on the table. I've not followed what yeah. you've just said, and I have some queries. Can you please help me? How how injured am I? Am I? Do I look hurt to you? Okay, well, do you see this elbow? Yeah. Yeah, that's wrecked. If you can, are you a medical practitioner? Yeah, I am. I run the 21st Century Culture Museum. It's just smashing up. I'm a doctor of first-class honours, and I do the stocks. Oh, there's still stocks? There's still stocks in the future? Yeah, for putting burglars in and stuff like that. Oh, what? Yeah, I run the stocks. Oh, not stocks and shares. Uh, sorry, I don't know what that is. 
Oh, that's good. This is better news. I'm in. Yeah, so if someone does something wrong, burgles, maybe uh, sticks their elbow through a flipping sneeze guard, we just pop them in the stock, show them off a little bit. That's good. That's better than prison. And then when we're done, just chop their head off. Oh. No more use for you. No, 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 no. Execution. No, can you please? I don't want to die. I don't want to die for this. That's not very civilised. I'll still get your arm fixed up, though. We want you to put on a good show. Uh, I'll just sort it out with this medical gadget. Yeah? What's that? Yeah, it's called Dr. Zap. <laughs> What's that? It looks like a Game Boy. It's a grey Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> right, my elbow's out. Can you go on? Yeah, let me just uh, press it. up, down, select. Uh, I need to yeah. find it on the menu. Uh, foot, oh, no, oh, leg, no. Oh. You're firing at Mario Kart. Yeah, it's quite a difficult surgery, so I'm just going to do Rainbow Road. Okay, there we go. Oh, that's much better, thanks. Yeah, I, I don't understand how that worked, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm healed, thank you. My, my problem is I'm, I'm a man out of time. Do you know anywhere I can put this Duke Nukem CD in? What is this? In Carter? It's like In Carter, but it's actually good. It's like fun. It's the thing you would want to be playing instead of In Carter. Can you use it to learn about animals? You kill. Sorry? You kill. You kill the enemies. You kill animals? And sometimes animals, like lots of weird stuff going on. Bad, bad guys are trying to kill you and you're in like all kinds of levels. It's 3D. And what year did you travel here from? Uh, 2022. That's the year the giraffes went extinct. Oh, that, but that wasn't me. You're asking me to run this training sim for Savannah terrorism? If there was a giraffe in it, they'd be attacking Duke Nukem and he'd be absolutely fair dues to execute that giraffe. Absolutely not. If a giraffe came at me with intent, I would lie down and let it feed. Oh, yeah. What would happen if I came at you? Are you threatening me? Well, you're saying you're going to behead me, so... Can you just clarify that? Uh, well, I would argue uh, sort of a larger institutional system is going to behead you. Uh, uh, not the kind of thing you could solve by merely taking out an individual. That would be my argument, I think. Yeah. Where are you taking me to these, this system? Uh, yeah, I personally will be doing that bit, yeah. Okay, I grab him in a headlock. Oh, come on, mate. I'm already boiling in this baby grow. I go, I go shh, shh. Oh, that's nice. That reminds yeah. me of my dad. No, I'm holding him until I feel him pass out. Well, I'm not gonna. Oh, no. Here I go. <laughs> okay, I loot him. I've got his healing device. Yeah, Dr. Zap. I, yeah. Um, I drift around the track as Mario, increasing my strength. I've now mm -hmm. got huge muscles and big balls. Yeah, your pendulous balls are throwing your centre of gravity <laughs> for a loop. Right, I've got his health thing. I'm trying to see if there's any apps on it where I can find. So Google on it or anything. You feel a little beep coming from the doctor's app. New information provided from the integrated health monitor of Dr. Sip of the 21st Century Museum. Yeah. Combined with previously unexplained damage reports from the replica Greg's sneeze guard has ruled his death a sausage roll suicide. Head of Earth Museums delivered a statement today stating he was always sad about the baby grow he had to wear to support his incredibly thin neck. No need to investigate. I'm getting out of here. I need to. I need to find a gaming PC. 
you see uh, a few navigational signs uh-huh. that says um, this way to the 22nd Century Museum, mm-hmm. this way to toilets, mm-hmm. and this way to the Tube Nexus. 22nd Century Museum. You head into a simulated vast desert. The bones of giraffes are everywhere. How did they die? You see a simulated version of yourself strangling a giraffe in a headlock. Wow. Am I hench like I am now? Yeah, and you're really, really off balance. Oh my God. Oh wow, I'm confused. Is there a game in... Right, if this is VR, is there a disc hole anywhere? The other Jack from the 22nd century... It locks eyes with you and runs at you full speed. Oh my God! Run away! Run away! You lift up your massive, desperate Dan arms like you're a crab, but while trying to spin to run, you just absolutely stack it due to your broken inner ear and gigantic rugby ball testicles. (laughs) You are in trouble. You are speeding across town, topless and clutching your boxed copy of Duke Nukem 3D. Your steed, British Paul, a pale man wearing a Union Jack flag with the proportions and speed of a cannonball. He's huffing and puffing with exertion as you turn into Chuffer Street and see the post office slash telegram office ahead. The 101st favourite thing about England is saying please and thank you. That's wonderful to hear, Paul. You've also been a fine British steed. And then do I have, uh, what am I pulling on? His hair, reins? Yeah, you've got his, his hair. He's got like a, a mullet, which is very unusual for the time period, but it's just an actual, it's not like a fashion choice. It's that he just clearly sort of cut his hair, own hair and doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Mullets have to come from something. I pull back tightly on his hair like it's a horse while going, whoa! Ooh, off you get. And then I, um, I do that like cool dismount where you just pull one leg off and just kind of spin off so I kind of spin with my tailbone kind of rotating yeah. <laughs> caressing one of his shoulders yeah. as I land nimbly and ably on um, my vomit covered boots uh-huh, sure you've broken his neck okay. <laughs> uh, well, his, uh, his, his, his union jack draped body uh, lays on the floor you actually just had a quite nice conversation about how his favourite things about Britain were the growth of the Labour Party and that he was really looking forward to socialism and he was hoping for an Irish victory in the ongoing civil war. Um, you'd met an ally and he now lays dead. Though his last thoughts were happy and he has died with a smile on his face. And I've saved him from World War II, so you're very welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone you killed for World War II going, I've saved you. I've saved you. You're welcome. Anyway, as my last gift to him, I'm just going to sort of um, roll his body in the gutter a bit so it looked like he was just an alcoholic who just fell down. Uh, a passing policeman has seen you do this and approaches. Sorry, sir. I believe I saw you break this gentleman's neck and then roll him into the gutter here. That's not the case, is it? Not at all, officer. He's my best mate and I was just trying to wake him up. <laughs> he, won't, he won't wake up. Oh, this is British Paul. Yeah, he's everyone's best mate, and um, we've been on the Chonningtons, and he's just talking about how he's um, really worried about um, the Weimar, and he, he thinks it's all just... Uh, he's really worried. That all makes perfect sense to me. What, what are you doing here? So he's, he's asked you to kill him, is what you're telling me. 
I'm just here to mail his will to um, the Prime Minister. And is that that is will there in that box with the strange man on the front? Uh, yeah, but um, solicitor's orders, only the Prime Minister could see it. Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd George? Yes. Yeah, yes, real great. George. You're, sent, you're here to send a telegram to Lloyd George? Uh, yeah, last will and testimony of British Paul. Just going to send a little letter, first class. Is, is this document to say that you've he's asked you to kill him? I don't, I'm not sure on euthanasia laws at the moment. Oh, no, he, he killed himself and I failed to prevent it and... He killed himself? Last... I just saw you snap his neck with your own thighs. Is there a reason you're half nude, sir? Warm, and I was hot with grief for my friend's death. Were you in the war, sir? Yeah, Guernsey Regiment. Guernsey Are you Miriam's boy? Yes, 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 yes. Miriam's boy, just just back from Guerns. Well, I'll leave you to your evening, sir. I hope, I hope we don't run into you again. I'll, I'll trust you on your word. <laughs> thank you so much, officer. Um, thank, thanks for keeping the peace. Um, Blue Lives Matter. Have a great life. <sighs> the policeman leaves, and he's just like whistling. God save, he's whistling God Save the King, which it would have been at that time, even though it's whistling, didn't have the lyrics, yeah. Yeah, that's quite good. It's sets a place. <laughs> You're going in the post office. To the post office, yeah, straight yeah. in. Yeah, I'm going to push the door in like hard, like kicking in the saloon doors kind of thing. That energy, obviously, but it will be one door, and I'm topless and cold. Okay. There's there's um <laughs> there's two uh, identical men at the counter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full bloody hell, Greg, have you seen this, Greg? Oh, he's just come in the door, real aggressive, Greg. Flipping heck, Greg, this is mental, it is mental. Where's the post office? He's supposed to come in calm. What are you doing, lad? You can't come with me working late. The post office is normally open late. Oh, you frightened me. He's got the look of the wall. Hello, lads. Oh. Oh. I'm very sorry for the fright. I do have a, a telegram station here, able to sell... Telegrams, telegrams the telegraph yeah, poles. I don't, I don't know, you. Was there a reason you come in so fast? I don't know. Greg, you frightened me. Mm-hmm. frightened me too, Greg. I need to have a, uh, a disc of a game called Duke Nukem Red. A, a um, disc? These, the telegrams, this. do they go anywhere to like a substation? Are there any engineers that work with electricity? Anyone who knows about technology? Well, we know enough about technology to run the telegrams in here, but we're not exactly experts. We only work here so we can get closer to our dream. Uh, are we sure you should tell him, Greg? He seems a nice like Greg. What's your dream? We're, we're bakers. bakers. <laughs> and your dream is to have a bakery? Uh-huh. Nice to meet you both. I'm sure you'll run a very fine bakery. Any particular speciality items you want to? Sausage roll, jammy donut, pizza, rectangle, steak bake, forbidden steak bake. Yeah, sounds very nice. Did people have te- TV screen? Do you have... You, you, I want to make a radio that you can see. Well, you can see the bloody radio, lad. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. What are you can. talking about? Uh, I want to make it a radio where it shows you um, images as well as sounds. Images? And you, can, you want to see pictures? Uh, moving images. Like a projector, but in, in a house. And then you can control it with a, with a twin stick and, and then you can shoot a big gun at an, a gun. demon or, a, you know, an animal. How big an animal? What's the biggest animal you could think of? Giraffe. Yeah, you could shoot that down. Shoot it right through the neck. You shoot a giraffe? Yeah, just all day long, yeah. We will help you, friend. Greg and Greg, we're going to have a great time together. Now, what I need is the most cleverest, seniorest person that works with electricity and technology, you know, stuff like that. I'm talking Bunsen burners, Tesla coils. Do you know anyone like that? The most advanced scientist. Yes. Someone actually knows how to build all the tech. 
Mm, yeah. Well, there's one man. He increased the speed of the telegrams in this building by ten times. He built our oven. Oh, yeah. His name? Our beautiful friend since childhood. Real good lad. We, we call him British Paul. Oh, fucking hell. You all right? No. Are you Miriam's oh. lad? <laughs> <laughs> You are lying on your front in a vast simulated desert. What does like holographic sand feel like? It feels like normal sand. I'm just checking because I hate sand. Oh, you're going to hate this. Yeah, okay. You're surrounded by the molting bodies of oh. Earth's giraffe population. Your arms are gigantic. Mm -hmm. Your balls weigh a ton. A ton? How can I move? That's like a car, it's like a Ford Fiesta. And then it's figurative. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's um like two bags of sugar. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so still not great, but... Oh, but it's not, not great, yeah, yeah but you yeah. can move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Behind you, you can hear the footfalls of a 22nd century replica of yourself mm. that you've recently seen strangling the giraffes. Can I get my, uh, my little Game Boy thing, Dr. Zap? You pull it out. Dr. Zap says, You are in danger. Yes, Dr. Zap, I'm aware of that. Can you help? Have you got like a gun function? I know you can heal. Can you kill? Processing. Dig. Dig? Minecraft style. Processing. Dig now. Okay, I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. Okay, you use your massive JCB arms to tunnel directly into the earth like one of those worms from Tremors. You're incredibly fast. Yeah. You come across a massive subterranean pipe. There's a pipe underneath the hollow system? So it's a big pipe. Okay, I'm starting to punch the pipe. Okay, punch quite a huge hole in the pipe. Fucking um, the pipe, hell, I am jacked. Turns out the pipe is um, sort of a vacuum suction pipe. Oh. And you are involuntarily sucked in. Whoa, okay. Everything goes black. <gasps> you feel nothing. There is no air pressure, only the vacuum. Whoa, can I breathe? No. Uh, you pass out. Oh, my God. You wake up in a stock room. You're surrounded by boxes. They say Sony PlayStation, <gasps> Xbox, <gasps> Pentium. Oh, that could run Duke Nukem. The Ouya Mark 10. I don't know what that is. Is any of this stuff plugged in or is it all just like storage? You start rooting through the boxes, moving things yeah. around. The back door leading to the storeroom bursts wide open. Okay. And an ornery shopkeeper with a laser shotgun wow. points it at you. What the hell are you doing in here? I'm looking for games. I put my hands up. I, 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 I mean you no harm. I, I'm from the past. I'm being pursued by a holographic evil version of myself. I'm just trying to put Duke Nukem in something so I can go back to my time and record a podcast about Paddy McGuinness with my friend Sean. Hang on, I'm sorry there, fella. I thought you were some kind of futuristic space rat. I was going to do like LAN party with my friend Sean, a, a portal opened, and then I, I, I was in this like Greg's museum. A portal? Oh my God, you've travelled through space? 
No, through um, I think through time, distance in I, space. Well, no, I think time. Wow. Because teleported. I guess it would have to include some sort of teleportation because if you time travelled, the Earth will have physically moved in space. So if you were in the exact same space and I travelled a hundred years into the future, then actually I would probably be in the vacuum of space. So you are partly right, sir. Unless you travelled forward just enough until the planet was just in the right spot again and you were in exactly the same. No, the planet wouldn't be because it's not only the planet because that moves of around universal the sun, expansion the sun, yeah, i understand yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. i me. i'm only run a shop i don't ever think about this stuff too often <laughs> I <said it. laughs> you know it took me a second but i got there okay <laughs> well that exonerates you from the charge of breaking and entering i'm completely comfortable around you now well i went unconscious in a pipe i don't know how i got here i know more how i got through time than in this stock cupboard uh, i get my playstations through the pipe system amazon pipe you're scalping you're robbing are you robbing stuff off the pipe are you getting this stuff delivered no i got prime i order it it comes through the pipe in five minutes it's great why is it all in boxes uh to cushion the blow it the thing comes through at like 10 kilometers an hour <laughs> why aren't you gaming i'm surprised you're alive <laughs> i'm 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 real hench i use this little game boy lad to make me hench you got a dr zap i a dr zap yeah Wow, that was a government issue. Where did you get that? Um, I work for the government. How long have you been in that time? I got, you got uh, a job? All I want, mate, you're clearly well into gaming. Have you got anything that runs Duke Nukem? I'm looking for, like, Windows. I'm looking for an x86 PC. Well, buddy, I'm about to blow your mind because you've landed in the Chuffer Lane Video Game Shop Museum. <gasps> I'm familiar with all of this. Are you telling me you brought a contraband black market murder simulator from the 20th century here? You can't bring that in here. We don't simulate murder. We don't do murder. We don't simulate murder. Oh, it's great, mate. You can shoot the police and <laughs> made him. Okay, bit, bit you on the gotta stop. You gotta stop talking like that. The police are listening. I think they're called pig cops. I think honestly, that's okay. the characters. Come on, uh, hang on. <laughs> The, the guy starts sweating bullets. He lifts bullets? a trap door. Again, this is fictitious. Ah, thanks. This is, I wanted to check I was safe, yeah. Well, you're not safe, but you're not being shot at. <laughs> <laughs> From every pore of this man's skin. Right, okay. Okay, I think they've probably picked that up. They're going to be on their way. You want to head down here. Don't tell them I sent you. Don't tell them you know me. This yeah. conversation never happened. But I can, I'm allowed to remember what you've said. Well, it's more that I uh, don't think it's fair to ask you to manually forget, given I don't think people have that ability. I don't Good. think Again, I, I was checking, I was checking. Well, you're from the 21st century, right? Yeah, when you yeah. go down there, I'm going to forget because I've got yeah. that hardware. Wow. You, I think you're pure organic, so you're just going to have to like, uh, just try not to think about it and hope it fades. But my understanding is that's an unreliable method. <laughs> Okay. When we're going, where are you telling me to go down? Just down this trap. To, the amount of urgency I've tried to express it. I'm going down there. Here. I'm going down there. Yeah, no, we're now talking. I'm, I'm talking away. So I, I can't even see it. Yeah, I can't hear him anymore. Yeah. Your, your voice better be fading. Yeah. When I hear this on the edit, this voice better um. be fading away. <laughs> the door slams shut. You hear your new friend riddled with cop bullets. Hey, who the hell are you guys? Oh no, did I manually forget something again? 
So that's the rev the opposite of sweating bullets. The bullets are going in. You can hear heavy footfalls of people around you, and they're treading still wet blood through wow. some of the grating of the cellar. Okay. So there are a few drops of blood that make it through. Yeah. Dust-ridden shafts of light mm -hmm. that make up your entire universe. Right well, what's now. he told me to go to? Why am I down here? Just hiding. Someone puts a leather glove-bound hand on your shoulder. Oh my God. You turn and in the dark light, you see a shock of bright blue 80s punk hair, <gasps> a cyberpunk body modified left eye. Yes. And a kind smiling face. She says, welcome to the secret subterranean gamer zone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, now we're in. In the gutter is the smiling carcass of British Paul. Guys, happy? Yeah. To you. <laughs> Each side of you, an identical twin, Greg and Greg. Oh, what the hell? How did this happen? How did you get here? I think it was spies. I think spies have done this. I need to give the Germans. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and the Russians. And the um, whole cult. Yeah. It's all kicking off. The Bolshevik did this to Paul. But more importantly, Greg and Greg. I need to get to some wires, some electricity. Okay, well, you were saying stuff about it needed some sort of projector, some sort of TV, did you say? Well, we've got nothing like that, but we've just got what Paul were building us in the basement. He loves the basement, does Paul. Yeah, can I come and see that? Could you, could you take me down? The Greggs take you into the cellar of the telegram office. Down there, they've rerouted wires from the building above into something huge covered by a velvet sheet. Behold. The future. Pulling off the velvet sheet reveals a huge steampunk oven that looks like it could turn the inside of a pie into lava. This is what Paul were building us. It's majestic. And just to um, just to check, it's it's just an oven, right? It doesn't do anything else. Just an oven. Oh, sorry. You know, it's only it's exclusively an oven. <laughs> it is an oven. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most advanced oven on this earth. What can it do? It's it's hot. Yeah, it's really hot, yeah. You think? I'm tired. That's fair. That's fair. It's like sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's been getting on. I've had a few Choddingtons. So there's no way it could take this disc and understand the disc, right? Paul did say to us that if the oven was given a special meat and a special fuel, it could do things no man has previously conceived. I know what meat Paul meant. We need to get his body off the pavement. You go upstairs, what limb are you going to grab? I'm going to grab the ankle. You grab one ankle and Paul's body ragdolls down the stairs. Thud, thud, thud. A smile still locked on his face. The Union Jack flag, soaked in gutter juice, slowly pulls off him and now he's naked. I would like to um, get a bucket or a container <sighs> and rinse out the liquid from <laughs> his clothes into it. You, you find a bucket and rinse the juice into it. Greg and Greg, do you have any spare Choddingtons? Well, you've just got some there, lad. Yeah, but this is kind of diluted with leaf water. Oh, no, that's how you make Choddingtons. You just uh, you get a very damp Union Jack and then squeeze it out. It's the recipe. <laughs> Greg, then we've got some we don't pure drink it, chod. to be honest. We're going to have to put Paul in the oven and then we're going to have to put fuck? in us the fuel. No, <laughs> no, 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 Look, we don't want to cook people, especially not our childhood friend. We want something much rarer and more powerful. We want giraffe. 
You are standing in a pitch black corridor, save for a few shafts of light through which you can see future cops patrolling the building above you. Directly in front of you is a subterranean techno-punk with a welcoming smile. Wordlessly, she touches your shoulder with a fingerless leather glove. Ooh. Are they wearing the glove or are they just sort of holding it above my shoulder and draping it? Yeah, there's just a lot of blood on your shoulder and they're cleaning it up. It might not surprise you, but we don't get many new faces around here. I was fleeing um, a holographic version of myself, actually. They're in where I first came out of my Duke Nukem portal. Your Duke Nukem portal? Well, that explains why Jerome sent you down here. Do you want to see our arcade of violence? This sounds, this sounds naughty. Yeah, show me what you got. Together, you roam the arcade. At first glance, it appears relatively tame. Cubit, marble madness, mm. an air hockey table. Air hockey's great. But the further in you travel, yeah. the more you see some pretty messed up stuff. Okay. Time Crisis 2. <gasps> Shoot people in there. Mortal Kombat, Splatterhouse, Grand Theft Auto 2, Quake. Ooh, in an arcade? Yeah, everything here has been retrofitted into an arcade cabinet. You got Manhunt. <laughs> Yeah, we've got Manhunt for the PS2, but we've modified it for an arcade cabinet. <laughs> but you don't have Duke Nukem. Now you tell me something. You hate those pigs upstairs, right? I'm not exactly sure what this government is, but they've got they've certainly got bad vibes towards me and my goals, so yeah. Then maybe you wanna join us. The resistance fighters of Donut North. Mm. Down here all depictions of violence are banned. That's why we've been going through every murder simulator ever made Whoa. to train ourselves to fight back. Yeah. Let me show you what this is all about. The woman pulls the curtain off a gigantic arcade cabinet. The exterior says giraffe simulator. When you look inside the view screen, it is clearly a normal, alive giraffe. What? Inside an arcade cabinet? Just, I, I don't know if this is important, but I, I saw like a hologram thing of, of me killing loads of giraffes in the museum. The piercing sound of a circular saw fills the arcade. Its blade protrudes through one of the thick concrete walls and effortlessly draws the outline of a door through which steps the other Jack. <gasps> its oversized arms opened up like pencil cases to reveal an Inspector Gadget style array of sharp metal weaponry. <gasps> it cocks its head, sniffs the air, and quotes several of the lines from Jim Carrey's The Mask in quick succession. You arrive at the zoo. You are gazing, still topless, through the fence of the giraffe enclosure. Is there like a person gardening or is it just locked up for the night? You're doing like a recce. I'm just walking around looking with my eyes. <laughs> no, it seems a clear run to the giraffe. A clear run? What, it's not even locked? Well, no, you've got to get over the fence. And is it like tall and they're like spiky fleur de lis on the top? <laughs> yeah, 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 classic. Are the Gregs with me? Yeah, yeah, they've come with. Gregs, can you give me um, a boost? Of course, lad. One Greg grabs your ankles. The other Greg grabs your wrists and they begin to That's swing you to and fro. <laughs> they fling you into the air and you hurtle 20 feet over the fence of the zoo and over the fence of the giraffe enclosure, landing with a thud at the feet of the giraffe. Can I do like a health check? Is everything intact? Low, you're in, you're, in bad, you're in bad form. Yeah. It'd be really good if you had like a machine that could heal you, but you're in 1922. 
Do I have any alcohol? you still got a bit of Choddingtons. I just neck the chod and hope that's going to act as a painkiller. Okay, the rag of Union Jack that you had on you is still damp. Uh, you squeeze it into your mouth and you mm. find yourself feeling immediately better. <laughs> Completely fortified. I, I take a moment to meditate. Yeah. I calm myself. I lower my heart rate and I approach the giraffe open-palmed so it knows I'm calm and nice. The giraffe bends its neck down to gaze into your eyes. I kiss. The giraffe kisses back. Yes! Its long giraffe tongue probes down your throat deeper than you have ever imagined. It feels amazing. I don't want the giraffe to die now. I love the giraffe. You feel a strange new sensation. You hear a voice in your mind's eye. In your mind's ear? Sure, Molly, I am a giraffe. You are the chosen one. You must not do what you are planning. But giraffe, I need to get home. I miss I miss my friend Jack. I want to talk about Paddy McGuinness. Everything here has just been mishaps. I can't live here. No one likes me. I'm a murderer. The one you call Jack is the bad one. He must be stopped. Okay, well, I can't stop him now. Here. You can, sure. You must keep us safe. But if Jack's doing something wrong, he's doing it wrong in a hundred years' time. Time is not linear. I'll get fucked. I'm not listening to the draft anymore. Time's linear. I'm not I'm not accepting a cyclic nature of time. I'm knackered and drunk. The giraffe pulls its tongue out of your mouth. Which some, somehow all that dialogue you just delivered, you delivered with the giraffe's tongue in your mouth. <laughs> I was it, it, it can probably feel the vibrations of my larynx mm, through mm, its tongue. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think you could you'd formed a psychic link. So all that time all that, that yeah. all that took place in minds and you were still snogging. Yeah. The giraffe is now looking at you. And you can see sadness in its eyes. But suddenly, beyond the fence, there is a light. It isn't the Greggs brothers. It's the constable from before. Excuse me, I've just followed you here, followed your tracks, and I believe you murdered British Paul. On what grounds? I think I saw you break his neck with your legs. No, I was trying to stop him breaking his own neck. The constable begins blowing his whistle and clambering over the fence to get into the giraffe enclosure. The Greggs call out. Okay, can I, giraffe, please stick your tongue down my throat again. Stalking the aisles of the futuristic arcade, Other Jack is prowling with slow determination, wearing what you can now recognise as a Robot Wars t-shirt. <gasps> what season? That one season presented by Jeremy Clarkson. Nah, it was just from season one, but he got it from a scalper yeah. outside one of the recordings, so the design's all, like, fucked now. <laughs> He's not washed it inside out. You hear some walkie-talkie action from upstairs and the metal trap door swings open. Oh no. You see the uh, red Tom Clancy style sniper scopes filling the room. <laughs> oh shit. Um, well, can, can I try some it? Hey, hologram Jack. Uh, those police have got a giraffe. They've got a giraffe, mate. They don't want to tell you about it. They're hiding it from you. Does that have any effect? Hollow Jack locks eyes on you, then looks at the police, trying to work out where they might be hiding a giraffe. Just then, at the sound of someone shouting the word giraffe, actual giraffe begins stirring and agitatedly butting against the interior of its cabinet. Other Jack drops all other priorities and begins to stalk its one true prey. Oh shit. 
No, put me, put me in between. Oh, protect giraffe. Control out, protect giraffe. You break cover and splay your arms out wide in front of the cabinet, housing the distressed giraffe. You are now in the open, visible to both your doppelganger and the cops who are now training their weapons on you as small red dots appear <gasps> all over your body. Shit. From their laser rifle sights. Oh, I thought like instant acne breakout from anxiety. And that as well, yeah. You've got a, you're covered in little pustules. You look like a cartoon geek. <laughs> okay, can I, Giraffe, please stick your tongue down my throat again? The Giraffe sticks its tongue way down your throat. Way down. Must be hitting stomach acid. Listen, I'm sorry about what I said before. I think we need to work together. If I'm useful, then I won't be useful if I'm in prison. Are you able to either escape the zoo with me or, you know, somehow disable this cop? Yes. Sure, we will help you. The giraffe takes its tongue out of your neck and lowers its neck so you can get on top of it and ride it. I grab tight hold of the neck and I say, giddy up. Mount the giraffe. The giraffe tramples the cop brutally. It doesn't just trample it, it it's still stamping it. You're going to have to tell it to stop. I'm not in charge. The giraffe continues to stamp the cop. Crunch, crunch, crunch. The Gregs look on. Bloody hell, that's too far. That's too far. If I tell the giraffe what to do, it signals to everyone that I was in control of the giraffe. Whereas if I don't do anything, then giraffe's just a wild beast and yeah. me being on its back is like just a coincidence, just incidental. Yeah, it's, it's just panicking. Yeah, we're all panicking. It's been a long day. It's hard. The giraffe circles its paddock, gaining speed and gaining speed. And so it gains enough speed that it goes 88 miles an hour and it jumps out of the giraffe enclosure that was obviously just concentrically staying and waiting for you to arrive as the chosen one goes past the Greg's Greg and Greg grab my hands and swing them onto the back of the giraffe now it's three on the back of the giraffe and you speed back to the telegram office which underneath it has the oven behind you is a scared giraffe in front of you is a replica of your murderous future self yeah and behind that is an unknown platoon of cyber cops with orders to kill. Oh no. I scan the room looking for Duke Nukem sized CD ports. You you see a couple of CD slots oh, on yeah. some deactivated arcade cabinets. Shit. Okay, slam slam Duke Nukem in there. Are the police gonna shoot me because I'm moving? Am I fucked? Yes. You move quickly and suddenly, holding an unidentified device, so the police do not hesitate to open fire. But you do manage to get cover behind a row of Street Fighter II turbo cabinets. Robo-Jack, dinged in the crossfire, turns its attention to the cops and begins mowing them down with its massive whirring arms. In response, the cops' shooting becomes a lot more erratic and a lone round ricochets off a Mrs. Pac-Man and lodges deep into your pelvis. D Mr. Mr. Zap, Mr. The Game Boy, heal, heal. Low battery. No, fuck! You hear a voice from across the arcade. Hey, new guy, take this. She chucks an unidentified can underarm in your direction. <gasps> oh my god, what is it? Have I got it? Do I yeah. catch it? Oh god, thank god I yeah, can you catch have it, this it in the game. Yeah, roll for I catch. Yeah, yeah. Six. <laughs> it is a brightly coloured teen style design saying Choddington X. <gasps> I crack open the Choddingtons and start to chug it down. 
Uh, a voice from across the arcade says, Whoa there, what are you doing? That's not a drink. That's to power up your Dr. Zap. Oh shit, um, okay. Um, I stopped drinking it um, and I'm now deeply anxious about why it's bad and just pour it into Dr. Zap. Okay, I can fix you up with the Dr. Zap, but if you've glugged some of this stuff, you might get a bad case of charthead. Let me know if you start hallucinating, okay? Oh, right. Um, I feel like I'm already... You are interrupted by another lone bullet striking against the padlock of the giraffe simulator. <laughs> Tasting freedom, the giraffe escapes, and suddenly you enter its line of vision for the first time. It is horrified, and you hear a strange voice inside your head. What? Oh no, not you. Not, not again. Unless, unless, this is where it begins. <gasps> Gripped with fear, the giraffe charges at the cops. Fuck! Hey guys, stay with me here. Have you still got that disc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it, I got it. This might be our only chance. She takes you into a far corner yeah. where there's an old Windows PC. Yeah. With an open disc drive. Yeah. She points you to it, uh -huh. pulls back a chair. Yeah. And she says, I hope you know how to run this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, turn it on, put the disc in. It brings up an installer wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to ask if you want automatic or custom installation. Cust um, automatic, automatic. Fast, recommended. I hammer next like an absolute bastard. Yeah, you, you smash next. Not enough room in C drive. Uh, D drive. No, that'll be a disc. Um, is there, are there any other drives? E. There's only, there's only <laughs> C and D. You're going to have to take something off the disc. Um, uh, I crack open C drive. Next to your desk, a cop appears, pointing the smoking muzzle of a laser rifle down at your computer. They open their mouth to speak, but emit only a faint wheeze and the moist tapping of a glottis gulping for air. Their body crumples under the force of two massive arms, which give way to a familiar vision of your own future, which bears down on you with gore-stained metal appendages. Uh... Uh... Is Duke Nukem installing? What's happening? Your companion quickly empties the recycle bin. The installation has begun. You, Greg, Greg, and the giraffe are in the cellar of the telegram office. The giraffe is like really um, sort of leaning down so it can fit its big neck in. Kneeling. The oven's fired up. Okay, giraffe, if you were me, what would you do now? I don't really understand practically what your advice is. <laughs> Nor do I, hold on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the giraffe its tongue quickly just goes straight into your mouth and you hear it say okay giraffe can you just tell me my alternatives here i don't want to kill you obviously you seem sound we do not know the details of the prophecy only its consequences you must stay in 1922 sean morley i really don't want to and it sounds to me now that if you get killed by these guys i won't have murdered you i just would have failed to prevent your murder which is different your decision is clear, but we must tell you one thing. One thing you must never forget. Listen close, Sean. At that moment, you feel the giraffe's tongue go limp as the Greg's smash an axe into its neck. Oh, 
Right, sure, you were taking too long. Why are you taking too long? We need to get this going. Why? Why is there a time limit? There's a fucking time limit. Because you just killed a policeman in a zoo and you've trampled his blood all the way here. I think I've done the wrong thing. I think I've, I think I've thrown away what was good about me for this. Your words are slurred and impenetrable to the Greggs because the giraffe's dead tongue remains down your throat. They assume you are murmuring with frustration at this and yank it out, each one of them holding part of the giraffe's neck, and they tug of war it out of your mouth. And then they slap it on the floor and start wiring it up to stuff, while the other bit of the giraffe, the main body, they start chopping up and putting into steak bakes. Right, Sean! Here we go! This giraffe-infused power, we're gonna get a steak bake so hot it'll play your Duke Nukem at max graphics. I do want to go home, but I feel really bad about... Feelings? We're men in 1922! They start stacking the oven with giraffe steak bakes. The giraffe's neck is glowing with the electrical energy. The pattern of the giraffe, the dark brown parts, begin to turn orange, and the light brown parts begin to turn blue. And in the door to the oven, you see a reflection of the giraffe as the energy flows through it. You see four orange squares on a blue background. It's happening, Greg. We're doing it, Greg. As electricity surges through the giraffe's neck, it thrashes like a, a mad snake. You glimpse British Paul's dead face, still smiling in the orange and blue light, when the light suddenly dims. Oh, we lost power. One giraffe just wasn't enough, and there's no more in England. 50%. Ah! Don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill me, Hollow Jack. I've got Duke Nukem. We can play Duke Nukem together. You hear the approaching sound of hoof. <laughs> you hear the hoofs. approaching sound of hoof. You hear hoofs. <laughs> <laughs> You're scared and then you hear hoofs. Yeah. A long neck wielded like a sword takes out other Jack. Unfortunately, it is not deft enough to avoid the circular saw. <gasps> and you see two lives end before you. Duke... Newcomb installation, one hundred percent. Sorry, who's dead? Apart from the cyberpunk woman, who's still sort of looking over everything. Everything else has died. Okay, that's good. That's 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 optimal life. She hands the giraffe neck to you and says, "This won't make any sense to you right now, but I think you should have this." Uh, uh, thank you, but you're going to get killed. I don't even know your name. My name is Miriam. And while you're out there, keep an eye out for my boy, will you? Um, okay. Uh, I'm confused and take the giraffe neck through the portal. You are sucked into the monitor. The last thing you see is other Jack self-repairing and rising up again. Miriam backs against the wall and suddenly winks out of existence. Everything goes black. Sure, we need fresh giraffe. You fucked it, lad. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, it felt wrong. You stupid lad. You really are Miriam's lad, aren't you? No, I don't know who Miriam is. Sean, Sean, what the fuck's going on? Someone Jack. sent me with this fresh giraffe. Uh, is that a neck? It's a it's a bit of neck. Yes, giraffe neck. I don't really know what it's for. Okay, uh, Greg and Greg, please just 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 take this. Just take this and get on with it. Oh, all right. Is this? Oh, it's still warm. Right, brilliant. Right, wire it up. Jack, I don't know what's happened to you, but do do you still have your Duke Nukem disc? No, I left it in there. Have you got yours? Yeah, I've got one. There doesn't seem to be a computer around here, I think. It's a really long story. Do you like steak bake? I, I quite like steak bake. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, you won't like this one. Grab my hand. Hey, lads. You're a special state, babe. They're ready with the superpower. Oh, God, that's hot. You wouldn't put anything in there. I'm going to put the disc. I'm just going to slice it. I'm just going to push it into the pastry. Don't ask any questions. The moment I push it in, me and you need to bite on opposite halves like Lady of the Tramp. Um, okay. Okay. Um, okay, it's going to be very hot. Three, two, these two lights one. These fucking weird. Redistribution Party was created and produced by Sean Morley and Jack Lewis Evans. Our title theme was created by the amazing Ella Jean with additional original music by Sean and myself. Thank you so much for listening. We could only have got to 100 episodes with your support. Hopefully we'll see some of you at our live show at the World Transformed in Liverpool on Saturday the 24th of September. Otherwise, Mando's will return. Keep on keeping. Sean, is your mum called Miriam? No. Mm, okay. Uh, have you been lying to people about your mum being called Miriam? Uh. Yeah, kinda. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Have you ever killed a giraffe? Uh, sort of. Yeah, it was. It was one of the worst moments of my life. Mm. I, I mean, I haven't killed a giraffe, but I think I think it might be a amazing okay that's really troubling i don't think you should do that <laughs> i'm going to have you ever kissed a giraffe no have you yeah it's it's good that's really troubling <laughs>